Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear, and welcome to the podcast Water is the New Gold, which is based on a briefing that I give every week in a webinar, and it really explores how water is changing disruptions. Go ahead, give a listen, and stay tuned. Okay, everyone, Riggs Eckleberry here, and thank you for joining our conference. We had an amazing, amazing day today in the markets. We don't like to comment on stock and we won't, but it's clear that a lot, a lot of people seem to be interested in Origin Clear and acquiring a position, accumulating a position in Origin Clear. And so that's a wonderful thing. Uh, we will be doing our very, very best to measure up to expectations. And so today's announcement was, in fact, that we, our Vision Progressive Water Treatment, doubled its revenue the first half of 2018 versus the 2017 first half, and we quadrupled gross profit in the same division, which is fantastic. Mark Stevens is a company that we acquired in 2015. It's funny, it's one of those, <laughs> we've been a hun- uh, one-hit wonder for a little while. About April of 2015, we decided that it was time to acquire companies. And I'll tell you a little bit about why we acquire companies. But we made the decision working with our backers and um, there was actually a wonderful model which was Solar 3D. And I'll, I'll discuss that model and how it worked out. But anyway, so we decided to start a process and uh, Bill Charneski, the wonderful Bill Charneski, went out there and immediately connected with the equally wonderful Mark Stevens. And Mark just loved our technology. He thought what we had was great. And he'd built a company over 10 or 15 years called Progressive Water Treatment. He was like, great, let's do this. And we, <laughs> it was, I think we shook hands on it in May. And then October 1st, the thing was closed and we were counting the revenue. So that was just a, you know, a wonderful thing. The Funny thing is, is that from there, we started looking for other companies to buy, and we just could not get companies that worked for us. I remember looking at one company, looking at another, looking at another, and just didn't make, didn't make sense. And we were kissing frogs, and uh, this went on for a couple dozen companies. But Bill Charneski is a very, very tenacious, dogged man. Kept on going, and uh, he just went on and on and on, and eventually he started to make some progress. Now, the first half of this year, I was working on a project called Water Chain, which I will actually brief you about next week because that's a very interesting project, and it directly benefits uh, modular water. We will be discussing how that does it. It actually does make a lot of sense, but that's not for today. And so I was working on that as a project, but meanwhile, he was continuing to to look for companies. And uh, Dan Early came along, and Dan had sold about $15 million worth of these modular systems, these uh, water systems in a box, and uh, reinforced thermoplastic uh, units. And he'd been selling them like hotcakes, and he ran into some problem with his corporate structures and so forth. It's very hard to operate out there with a private company. My hat's off to anybody who tries to operate with a private company because you get very, very strung out for finance, and it's hard enough as a public company, but it's amazingly harder as a private. Anyway, so he had had some partner trouble and so forth, and came to us and he said, look, uh, take me as me. I've got you know wonderful patents, and um, I'm happy to let you have the, the, the rights to the patents. And we put together a compensation plan, you know, so his family could keep going. He has a wonderful upside with the company, bonus plan, the whole thing. And uh, we have exclusive global rights to his technology. Excellent. And so what's happened in this case is we literally got an individual with a book of business. I can't really say what the size of the book of the business is, 
but it's some fraction of that 15 million. So it's substantial. And he's been executing on it so much so that he came on board in late June and he got his first order for, uh, as we announced, his first order for a brewery within the first 30 days. And then he went on since then to develop a pretty strong August transactional history. And then in September, it's going to be even more. He's, he's just got an excellent pipeline of, of name business that he is able to bring over. So he's really dramatically ramping up. And what we found, though, is that we had to build everything around him. Fortunately, we had Progressive Water. And Progressive Water has, uh, I think, 24 people in McKinney, Texas. They do a great job. Um, and so they are doing subcontracting for Dan Early's modular water. And um, we also put together an operations and service team here in Los Angeles. So we got uh, Brian Pierce, my old uh, partner in, uh, in this agency that I had back in uh, during the dot-com called Lasso Interactive. We had built up uh, Lasso Interactive, and that was pretty cool. And then we went on to uh, do other work, but essentially what I was able to do was, was call on him to join us. He'd been the chief operating officer of a small software company, but he's all about systems. And he immediately went to work putting in systems so that Modular Water and our other companies could expand. Because the, the rationale of what we do is that we have, we bring in a, a company where it's usually one individual or a couple partners, sometimes a man and wife, and they have a business and they spend part of their time selling and part of their time marketing and part of their time doing accounting and part of the time. And uh, actually the amount of time they spend selling is not enough. When they come and become part of the Origin Clear group, basically we take over all the marketing, the accounting, the finance issues and so forth. Uh, the e-commerce and the search engine optimization and blah, 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 all that all that noise and that individual or individuals can go ahead and sell that's all they do that's now what they can do and so really what we brought Brian on board to do was to build you know the the lead generation systems you know customer relationship management uh, e-commerce all the, the the Google AdWords etc for our companies for our brands we have basically two brands and then we have a company and so he's basically focusing on modular water for now because that's the one that needs to be built and then he'll he'll do more for the other two operating units and so what what um, he's assisted by another person called Gabby Campos and she's uh, trained to deal with VIPs she worked in a wealth management company for several years so she knows how to treat people right uh, and with a great deal of, of uh, she basically was a concierge uh, for that operation that was but also learned finance in the process and she has helped put together manufacturing systems so Gabby Campos is very smart and quick so we started to build that that hub in Los Angeles to support Dan Early and meanwhile we got Progressive Water providing a lot of the building of control panels and so forth assembly of things and then uh, Dan Early in Virginia is his home office, and he's getting some engineers to help him in that neighborhood. So it's kind of a spread out operation, but of course, in these marvelous days, you can, you can get away with that. So essentially, what's happening right now this second, and I, again, I'm very constrained as to what I can say on an open line, but from what you can see, Progressive Water already had a great first half of the year, and now in addition to what they're doing, they're going to get the subcontracting work from the deals that Modular Water does, plus Modular Water is going to start bringing its revenue. And there's some great things we can do to bring equipment in to Modular Water that would be located at Progressive Water that you know will dramatically help reduce costs. For example, there's a piece of equipment that can create a highly specialized a way to, to a better way to package these water systems that would actually make it fit perfectly inside a shipping container and would not require 
one of those extra wide loads going down the highway to be delivered. So it'd be very, very easy to deliver in a regular shipping container, that kind of stuff. And it also dramatically improved the profit by an unbelievable amount of, of money. So, and you know, that, that, that is uh, a major reason why we're doing our current financing, which I'll also bring up in this, in this conversation. Now, circling back to why we're doing acquisition. Why do we have this whole idea? First of all, you know, the, the water industry itself grows very slowly. It takes 12 to 14 years to get a new technology acquired. This is an accepted number in the water industry. So 12 to 14 years is a long time. And, uh, you know, we only started working in the water industry in uh, 2010, 2011. Eight years in, we're starting to get somewhere, but that's a long time. So in 2015, we were looking at that and go, you know what? We got to speed things up. And how the water industry speeds up its growth, it does it by acquisition. That is how it works. Let's take, for example, Veolia. Veolia is one of the largest, one of the one or two largest water companies in the world. They started as actually the oldest company in France. It was literally called the water company in French, Compagnie des Eaux, under Louis XIV. In the 70s, they became a go-go company when they started acquiring companies. And so they started just buying up more and more of these water districts. Um, and pretty soon they had turned into a massive play called Vivendi. Vivendi then went on to do wacky things like buy Universal City Studios, which I don't know that I will ever want to be a water company buying a Hollywood studio. But I guess uh, Messier, the CEO at the time, wanted to hang out with Hollywood starlets. Since then, of course, that got spun off. Vivendi is in operation to this day as a media company while the water business got properly set up and is called Veolia. And the point I'm making is it grew entirely through acquisition. So we saw this as a way to dramatically increase the speed of growth of our company while the technology got its acceptance on a sort of a, this, this long cycle that the water industry goes through. And also we would get captive channel for distribution of our technology. This was our, our idea. So A, we get you know growth of revenue and we start really making out and we, we don't have to live through this horrendous death march of just trying to, to get a technology accepted. And that really made us look more like a biotech where you're trying to make, develop a, a drug over 10 years and that's all you're doing. Well, guess what? We were able to start making revenues while that technology thing went on. And so that was the plan. Now, I mentioned Solar 3D. My friend Jim Nelson had actually come up with this idea. We are part of a group of companies that is funded by, backed by a group called Wings Fund, Wings, W-I-N-G-S Fund.com. And Wings Fund is a small group in, um, that's based in uh, north of here in a small town called Santa Barbara. And they are very, very good at being venture capitalists for small public companies. And they know how to keep these companies going. And so what they did in the case of Jim Nelson, he had a company called Solar 3D, and it had a technology for a 3D solar cell. Basically, if you have a 3D solar cell, theoretically, you have more surface area per square foot, and therefore you have a more efficient solar cell. And that was in development. But again, just like in water, it was going really, really slow. And Jim Nelson had a background in M&A, and so he went ahead, brought up the idea to Wings Fund. Hey, guys, I think I'm going to acquire companies. And they kind of thought that was worth trying. And he acquired a company called Sunworks. He was very lucky with Sunworks because it, it was um, Sunworks, it was and is in the business of solar panels for large business installations, commercial uh, solar. And that was taking off at that time. And I think they grew their revenue something like three times that year or something like that. 
the solar 3D stock went from, it had been a penny, then they, they did a, a reverse split, went to 23 cents, and then went straight up to $7, which is a 34 times growth over a period of about a year and a half. And sure enough, that got them onto the NASDAQ. And then from there, they renamed themselves Sunwork. And then eventually they came to Jim Nelson and said, uh, Jim, you're not good enough to run a $100 million company. And so he retired. He's a knight. He's very, a very happy chairman. So what that means basically is that this is a good way for a penny stock company to break out and end up on the NASDAQ. And so that's what we ended up doing, emulating. Uh, the only thing is that water companies, again, don't grow that fast. And so while we have growth of progressive water, it, it's, not, it's not the same as Sunworks. That's okay because one thing that water companies have is very reliable profit numbers. So you can acquire water companies by leveraging their profits, their earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization, EBITDA as we call it. And um, you, can, you can actually leverage that in a, a lending process so that you don't have to use up all your stock to acquire them. So that's what's going on right now. But we have... Um, you know, basically, as I say, we had that, that kissing frogs process until very recently. The other thing that I want to mention before I move on to the next topic is that solar may be at the time in 2014, 2015 was on a roll. It was really based on rebates. And without rebates, the solar business does not do well. For example, Hawaii decided not to have rebates and boom, I had a good friend in Hawaii who all of a sudden didn't have a solar business anymore. And he was scrabbling around for something else. And so you have that problem in solar, which is that it, it has a hard time competing with fossil energy. Whereas water is water. What is water competing with? Everybody needs water. It's a water industry. So water companies make predictable money. And as I say, they don't grow that fast, but they do really, really well. The slate of acquisitions we're looking at, just for instance, has very, extremely variable profit levels. But you know, as a package, they have a nice combination of revenues and profits. So essentially, we're following the, 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 the model of this Solar 3D, which became Sunworks. You can look it up on NASDAQ, S-U-N-W, Sierra Uniform November Whiskey. And Jim Nelson has done a, did a good job there, and it's a $100 million company. And that's really what we're, we're looking to do with these acquisitions. If you think about it, the company's been doing 4 or $5 million, and let's say it becomes, this time next year, it's a $50 million company. I'm not... Again, I'm not guaranteeing that because we have to get a lot of execution done. But think about what it would do for the company. It would be far more than 10x the, uh, the stock price, for example. But again, I'm not going to speculate, but it would certainly dramatically increase our profit levels and so on. What we have figured out is that the more of a war chest we can have for acquisition, the more we can create a company that essentially keeps acquiring and becoming more and more revenue. And we can become something like a Veolia, but on a different model. If you look at some of my, uh, my TV appearances and so forth, I talk about what I call the long tail. The long tail is essentially where if you're a very efficient operator, you can make money from all the little, little, little transactions and not the big, you know, it's a graph where you have at the left side of the graph, you have all the big um, hits like Mission Impossible. And all the way to the right, you have all the little ones, some Italian movie that got dubbed into English, whatever. And that's where Netflix can make money because it's literally three people are viewing that Italian, that Italian movie, but it didn't cost Netflix anything to make it available. And so they make money from this many, 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 many small titles that Walmart can never stock. 
as Cabo Longtail. Our advantage is that we can go out there and acquire many, many, many small companies, one man, two men, one couple, et cetera, type companies that are way too small for uh, American Waterworks or Veolia to acquire. And they have big budgets. They have billion-dollar budgets to acquire companies, but there's a certain minimum. Well, we can go well below that. The other thing that we do in order to not have to worry about integration and able to do it fast is we don't try and integrate these companies. As I told you, you know, I've spoken to these water entrepreneurs and they go, well, you know, I know that one day I'll have to hang it up and I'll go play golf and, um, you know, and then what I, and I'll sell it, I'll sell my company to whoever and then I'll, I'll be done. And whatever I built, I know that'll go away because kind of it. Well, what we say to these guys is, no, 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 not someday. Why don't you join us now? Keep going. Help us build a company. You'll have a much bigger game. And we won't destroy what you built because we let you have an autonomy. So, so it's more of a federation. This is why I call it the United States of Water. It's more of a federation than this like monolithic thing that people love to build. I mean, you get these people at a company like Danaher, which has 160 companies, and they come in there and they, they make everything the same. That's what they do. They just cut, cut the heads off these companies and, and chew them up. And it's just not our, it's not what we do. And I lived through that in the dot-com and I don't wish to do so here either. So that's how we can scale. That's why we're unique. That's why we're gonna grow. And that's why we can do it. Now, many of these companies we don't have to go to a Wall Street investment bank to acquire. You know, we can do it for not a lot of money. Look at Modular Water. We basically were able to cash flow it. And that's, you know, that's a company that could deliver multiples of our current revenue once it rolls out. And again, I'm not making a forecast here. It's just to me common sense since it's just a great technology. And he previously sold $15 million of them. So I'm just kind of working it from a common sense point of view as opposed to making a risky forecast. What we have then is, is the ability to bring these companies together and do so with relatively small amounts of money. And this is where we get into our secret sauce. I'm working with an investment bank in New York City right now. I can't say which one it is. And I also can't represent to you that deals are going to happen. Uh, they've made a commitment. We've retained them. And they, they've uh, issued letters, what they call comfort letters, which basically tell our acquisition targets that this is something that they're committed to doing and all that, that good stuff. But that doesn't mean the deal is going to get done. It's a process. But there's, on, the, on the one hand, there's no reason why it couldn't happen. But on the other hand, there's no firm reason why they would. It's one of those things where you just roadshow the heck out of it. You present a whole, to a whole lot of, of, uh, of lenders and the deal happens or it goes it moves on to the next year. But what we can control is these acquisitions where it's little or no, or no cash. Look at Progressive Water. We didn't have to go to investment bank for Progressive Water because Mark Stevens was willing to accept all stock. Those deals are out there to be done, especially the, the more deals we do, the more people are willing to join us for a small amount of cash or all stock. So what we're doing now is I am developing a war chest of, of capital with which to develop and acquire these, these companies. Right now, most of that uh, money that we're raising, and I'll tell you about it, this, this raise in, in a second, is going to the operation, especially to growing uh, modular water. But as we get some momentum on this, we're going to end up being able to acquire companies with it. And this is where literally, you know, the individual retail accredited investors, you guys are able to literally be our bankers. Now, I mean bankers for the reason. This company is doing really well as a stock in terms of people accumulating it and so forth. A wonderful thing. But I'm not going to say the stock's going to go up, go down, go sideways, go this or that. I can't tell you what 
what the stock price will do in the short term. I'm executing on a plan and the team is really, really good and we're going to get somewhere, but I can't say what effect it will have on the stock. So we're not going to propose that you, Mr. Credit Investor or Mrs. Credit Investor, buy shares of stock in our offering. What we're proposing is that the instead you invest your money into what's called preferred shares, special class of shares, which is not tradable. So it requires us to repay your investment in full in two years, in September 2020, and along the way, you get dividends of 8% per year paid cash quarterly. So you make good money, 8% is just fine, and it's secured by our intellectual property, in other words, our patent portfolio, which has been valued at $8 million. You can see it right there in the investing tab of our, our website. The, the patent document's been there for a long time. The valuation of $8 million was made in, in November 2017. It's probably gotten much better, better since then, but that's plenty. And what we do is we guarantee, uh, we, we issue a, what's called a secured agreement where we pledge a piece of the intellectual property against these preferred shares so that the repayment is going to occur on time. Now, here's where it gets cool. If you make this investment now, you get your money back, you make your 8%, but you also get an option to acquire up to half of your investment as stock with the current price for two years. So let's say the current price was, I don't know, it was about uh, four tenths of a penny today. All right, let's say you acquired that today and you invested, you know, the unit is $100,000. We can, we can split up the units, but that's kind of the, let's assume it's 100,000. And again, we, we can split it up, but, but you have to be accredited regardless. That $100,000, you could acquire $50,000 worth of stock anytime in the next two years at 0.4 cents. If we can execute, and I feel confident we can, are we going to go above 0.4 cents? Seems logical. Again, we can't represent it does. And you don't have to worry about it because guess what? You made your money along the way. Assuming that we do you know, deliver on our core technology, that we do deliver on um, the acquisition of the companies and our revenue does increase, then it stands to reason that the stock share price will go up. Although, as always, you know, there are no guarantees for this kind of thing. And we're not requiring you to bet on that share price. So that's the, that's the model. And um, the thing you can do if you're interested is if you receive my CEO updates, you can simply hit reply and you'll get, you'll, you'll go into my inbox. So, you know, CEO at originclear.com comes to me. You can also send it to invest at originclear.com. And then there's also a phone number, which is uh, 323-939-6645, extension 201. And if that doesn't work, extension 106. So 201 or 106 at 323-939-6645. I'm not saying, I'm not going to say they're going like hotcakes because that would be very, very corny. But it's an offering that's doing extremely well. And if you're a credit investor, it would be smart for you to do that. Now, should you invest in the stock in the open market if you're not accredited? Of course you should, but I'm not allowed to tell you that it'll do well or badly. All I'm going to tell you now is that we are a well-proven team. We've been through the, the fire and so forth, and we've come out the other end with this situation. Now, before I go on, uh, before I wrap up, I would like to talk about our core technology a little bit because... 
been a lot of, about acquisition and about the water conference that we had and so forth. But what's going on with our water technology? And this really deserves another, another briefing. And I will do a briefing just around the core technology. But just to tell you a little bit about that, you know, this electro water separation is basically like a catalytic converter for water. So imagine how the catalytic converter in your car takes all the particulates out of the exhaust that comes out of the exhaust pipe of your car. We have a process that does the same thing electrically for your um, highly, lots of particulate, like very, very dirty, very oily water. In other words, lots of particulates. And we're able to clarify that using the same kind of process. And because, and this is our breakthrough that makes us unique, just like the platinum electrode in your catalytic converter in your car never degrades because it's a noble metal, we use the same kind of proprietary noble metals for our quote-unquote catalytic converter for water. And that's what makes us unique and why we're doing well in these various licensing activities all over the world. And, you know, there's been a big, big deal about oil lately. Permian, you know, is going to have to start curtailing production in a very short time because they have too much water, they can't get rid of it, et cetera. Literally, water gushes out of these wells because it's in the formation along with the oil. And where does it go? And uh, they just can't find, it's going to become a real problem. The Permian is the Saudi Arabia, is the, the Texan Saudi Arabia. And uh, whereas in Saudi Arabia, things are pretty relaxed about dumping things. And in the U.S., it's becoming a bit tougher to just throw, 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 throw things away. And so they have a problem. Well, they, we do have a presence in the oil country. I'm going to try to talk about it. The only issue is that we really can't get into it into any detail because the oil industry is extremely secretive. And so they don't like to companies like ours to do a lot of publicity. But we have, for example, something called a chlorinator that one of our licensees sells in, in fact in the Permian. And the Permian is that is that uh, water formation that oil formation in in Texas that is the Saudi Arabia of, of of America. Basically a chlorinator, what it does is it disinfects water, the well the oil the oil well water so that it doesn't have this rotten egg smell, which is hydrogen sulfide, H2S, which is the stuff that makes crude oil sour and can impact the price of crude by about 10%. Well, 10% on a, you know, 50, that's, you know, that's five bucks. That's, that's a chunk of money. So um, these are big, big numbers. There's also numbers uh, for the trucking of, of the water, which can add up. And so your costs on uh, water for a barrel of oil can be two to six dollars a, bar a barrel of oil. That's a lot. And with our technology, it can go down to pennies. And so, you know, we're doing well in there. Again, we can't talk about it a lot, but we are present in the space and uh, we're continuing to develop that. We're also doing extremely well with things like, and this is, you know, maybe something you don't want to hear, but, you know, when you grow livestock, a lot of manure comes out of those farm factories. You got to do something about that. And our process is very, very effective. On our website, you will see a, an animation. If you go to the, um, the video section, there's an animation of what we did, uh, a test in Spain of our process. And that, that led to the licensing in Spain uh, ramping up. And there's a lot going on for us right now in livestock manure cleanup. A number of other areas that are very, very similar, very dirty, very oily water. There's another part to our technology where we're dealing with water that's already, quote unquote, clean, but it has microscopic, you know, microtoxins, we call them. These are toxins you can't, they're all mixed up with the water. Um, they're not 
separate uh, particles, things like that Monsanto Roundup, right? That, that's been a huge issue for uh, creating cancer, especially in farm country. And uh, gardeners, landscapers, people like that are just having terrible outcomes with uh, primarily brain cancers, but it's also affecting the population. And then, you know, things like enzymes so that men are growing breasts and all that horrendous stuff. Well, that is not being pulled out of the water. We have a technology that does that. It's called advanced oxidation, uh, AOX. It's an advanced oxidation process. And that's basically where you are using things like chlorine to zap those carbon molecules. In other words, those organic molecules that can't be taken out in the other way very easily and our process zaps them and we have now a new advance on the technology which i'll be talking about that dramatically increases the effectiveness of that process so again i'll be covering that that further our core technology we have a good core team jean louis jl kindler is the president of the origin clear technologies division ayush Tukati is the uh, fantastic senior engineer in los angeles we have a team in, in China, which is doing very, very well and is selling commercial units that are primarily there to reduce ammonia. What we're going to do with that is we've done a good job of proving the technology works, of creating some initial applications, of creating licenses all over the world, joint ventures, China operation, et cetera. The next step is we're actually planning to go to market with this technology and sell it not as a technology, which is what we've been doing, but as a product. There's a big difference between technology and a product. Obviously, a technology you can't use. You, just, you have to take technology and turn it into a product, which is something you can use. And so by creating products ourselves, as opposed to letting our licensees do it, we're going to be able to generate direct revenue. And that is something that we have plans for over the next couple quarters. So more about that as well. That about wraps it up. It's been a pleasure talking to you again. Again, we're going to continue having these sessions every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific. We are extremely happy with how things are going. Remember that this investment uh, that we've created to build our mergers and acquisition war chest, in other words, money that goes into this investment will ultimately help us buy more companies, which will directly create more revenue, is kind of like your time machine. And here's why. If you think about, wow, if I'd been there in 2000 or 1998 or whatever and bought Amazon at, you know, $16 or whatever it was, $2, it was, at one point it was super ridiculously cheap. Same thing with Apple, Google, all, can't tell you how many, how many people didn't want to invest in Apple at $16. You kick yourself after, but you know, time is a barrier that you cannot overcome. You will never get 1982 back when Apple literally was moving from the Apple IIe to the Lisa and Macintosh. And people who were smart were mortgaging their houses to buy Apple in 1982. Did they make out okay? I think so. Time's a barrier. You're not going to get back to that, except that you can do so with Origin Clear. And here's how. Don't buy the stock today. Your time machine is this offer that allows you to essentially lend us the money. And it's not a loan, quote unquote. It's preferred shares, but it's a mandatory repayment with 8%. So basically it's what's technically called a debenture, but it's, it's a form of a loan. And then what we have here is a, the ability to wait. And you've got your time machine. You wait up to two years. And if Origin Clear delivers, guess what? You then can be smart and you can go back in time because you've locked in the price today. I have to thank Ken Berenger, our wonderful VP of Business Development, for his 
his brilliance in helping me come up with this. He's a wonderful guy, and I appreciate his hard work on my behalf. And so he thought this up, submitted to me. I thought it was a great idea. And of course, I took full credit. <laughs> anyway, so it's, it's, a, it's a real pleasure being here today with you. There's lots more to talk about in future discussions, but um, I'll close it out for now. I really appreciate you being with me on this pre-Labor Day Thursday. I will meet you again next Thursday at 5 p.m. And if you contact us, you will be able to speak to me. I am the one who sells the shares in this company uh, privately, in private placements, and I am intimately involved. And I'll be happy to talk to you, but you must be accredited. If you're unaccredited, the best thing to do is to, is to acquire stock on the open market. We think it'll do great, but again, that is a situation that is not a time machine and where you will simply need to be wise and smart. And all I can say is we, we really, really appreciate your being a shareholder of Origin Clear. If you came on in the early days, thank you. You have made us what we are today. I hope you stick with us and um, acquire more. But if you feel that it's too risky, we understand. And if you're accredited, then you should do the time machine. So thank you very much. Have a great evening. And I'm signing off for now. Everyone, take care now. Bye-bye now. Well, that's it for the podcast. Thank you for joining. I do hope you stay subscribed. If you'd like to interact with me live, then join me each week at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, or the Zoom webinar. Simply sign up at originclear.com slash CEO. And thank you.